Hey everybody and welcome to another Metallicast Mini. Surprise! I am your host and fellow Metallica fan. My name is Brandon. So let me start off with a truth bomb for you all. Not only am I a huge Metallica nerd, but I am also a pretty big professional wrestling nerd. And one thing I've learned over the years is that a lot of metal fans are into wrestling and vice versa. Very similar demographics. Now, if you go on the Metallica Fan Club forums, there is even an entire WWE thread. WWE, for those of you who may not know, stands for World Wrestling Entertainment, the biggest wrestling company in the world. And this Sunday, on pay-per-view and their own network, the WWE Network, They are airing the biggest show of the year, their Super Bowl, called WrestleMania. So to celebrate, I thought it might be fun to look back and look at all the little Metallica professional wrestling connections that have occurred throughout the years. Metallica has had music used as entrance themes for several professional wrestlers, most notably in the now defunct World Championship Wrestling. The legendary Sting used Seek and Destroy as his entrance music for a period of time. And I always thought it was funny because it was not the studio version, it was actually the live version from Woodstock 99 so whenever Sting would walk down to the ring you would hear Mr. James Heffield go we're scanning the scene at Woodstock tonight I always thought that was humorous myself and then very famously in Another old promotion called Extreme Championship Wrestling. There was a wrestler named The Sandman. And you will never guess what he used as his entrance music. Yes, holier than thou. No, 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 I kid. Of course, The Sandman came down to the ring to enter Sandman. When I say came down to the ring, I mean he went through the audience for the full length of the song chugging cans of beer and bashing them over his forehead until he bled. See, if you're not a wrestling fan and you're listening to this, that is the perfect reason why you should be a wrestling fan and a perfect reason why metal and wrestling really go hand in hand. ECW released an album several years back when they were still in existence with cover songs of the music they illegally used for their wrestlers to go down to the ring for. You see, ECW was a small promotion. They did not have a lot of money to license music. So 
Metallica never licensed Inter Sandman for their use. They did license the live version of Seek and Destroy from Woodstock 99 for Sting because WCW was owned by Ted Turner. They had a lot of money. ECW, not so much. So they sort of snuck it in. Used the songs illegally. But they did come out with an album. And they had different artists cover the songs they would use for the entrance themes for their various wrestlers. Now, Motorhead actually covers Inter Sandman on that album. Here's a clip. Speaking of Motorhead, they famously did Time to Play the Game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. (laughs) The entrance theme for another wrestler called Triple H, who, in a one off special WrestleMania entrance used for Whom the Bell Tolls, as his interest theme, Triple H is a huge, huge metalhead. Not only are wrestling fans often metalheads, but wrestlers themselves are often metalheads. Triple H being one of the loudest and proudest. Another one, of course, being Mr. Chris Jericho, who has hosted a lot of metal and hard rock award shows like the old school Revolver Golden Gods. He recently hosted the Loudwire Music Awards. And he, of course, is even the singer in his own hard rock band, Fozzy. So in addition to entrance themes, Metallica has also licensed their music to the WWE on a number of occasions to be used as the official theme song of one of their pay-per-views. Ones that I remember being used are the song St. Anger, All Nightmare Long, The Memory Remains, and most recently... Am I Savage? There might have even been 
a couple other ones that I'm forgetting. Those are the ones that I remember. But what I'm going to talk about next is really the crown jewel of this episode. Because Hulk Hogan, arguably the biggest, most famous, most popular wrestler of all time. Definitely one of the top three biggest, most popular, most famous wrestlers of all time. He, I dare say, made up an interesting story about him and Metallica. Basol, take one. So Hulk Hogan claims, at the height of his popularity in the 1980s after Cliff Burton passed away, that he tried to audition for Metallica. He wanted to be their bassist. Now, this is the original quote. Hulk Hogan told a UK tabloid that, quote, I used to be a session musician before I was a wrestler. I played bass guitar. I was big pals with Lars Ulrich, and he asked me if I wanted to play bass with Metallica in the early days, but it didn't work out. Now, here's how I know Hulk Hogan is full of shit. Not only is that a far-fetched story, but Lars Ulrich told this to Blabbermouth. This is a quote. I'm blessed or cursed, depending on how you look at it with having more or less a photographic memory for pretty much anything that I've been a part of. That one, when that showed up two or three months ago, I was scratching my head over that one. I don't know Hulk Hogan. I don't know enough about him. I'm not a huge wrestling fan. Unless he went by, like, his Christian name or something. And I don't know if anybody knows what his Christian name was. Dave Smith or something. If there's a whole thing that we had with him under a different name, but I certainly have no recollection of doing anything with, quote, Hulk Hogan, end quote. That one, I was scratching my head on that one, too. So basically, Lars Ulrich is too nice to say to the world that Hulk Hogan is full of shit and completely BSing everybody. And then Hulk Hogan himself kind of backtracked on his own story, confirming that it was, in fact, made up. Here he is appearing on the opening and Anthony show, Courtesy of Sirius XM. Maybe this is old news, but uh, you played bass, and you, uh, how did you audition for uh, Metallica? I didn't. <laughs> I uh, heard they needed a bass player, and I was coming off a roll from being hearing, not hearing back from the Rolling Stones. Because I was, I was on a, uh, a celebrity, like a charity. You know how they had the Grammys and all these stuff? They had something in England, like, but it was a comedy show. And so I was presenting with Jerry Hall. I said, hey, man, I heard your old man needs a bass player. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I played for 10 years, and, you know, I was pretty good locally, you know, back in the day. And so I gave her my name and number, and she hit me up for merchandise. I said, oh, this, I'm going to get a chance here. So I sent all the WWE merchandise to Jerry Hall and stuff, never heard a word from him. <laughs> and on that same note, Metallica needed a bass player, and I was oh, my God, would I love to be in Metallica. So I put the word out everywhere. <laughs> I wanted to get an audition to right. be in Metallica. Never heard from them either. What year was this? This is uh, you were already big. You were famous. Well, I quit playing music when I started wrestling in '77. Uh, you know, uh-huh. and uh, 
this was, I don't know, this was in See, the he's 80s, Hulk Hogan, 80s, and he 90s. still wants to be a rock star. No, Everyone wants man, to be a goddamn rock yeah. star. Brother, can you imagine being in a towel? Exactly. Right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Did, did you think it might be a little inappropriate, though, since you hadn't played bass in 10 years, to say to the Stones, I'm ready for the job? <laughs> <laughs> brother, they only do three chord progressions. <laughs> I can handle any of those songs, yeah, you brother. Can probably take that. And just to farther confirm the bullshit factor of this story created by Hulk Hogan, James Hatfield was also asked about it in an interview, and he responded, I don't know Hogan's version of history. I don't remember him. What is it? He was in the band for a minute? And then the interviewer explains that Hogan said he auditioned for the band, and Hatfield responded, huh? Definitely not. But anyway, it's a good fit, yeah? Laughs. Ha 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 ha. That is me pretending I am laughing for James Hatfield. And then he jokes, he makes us look very small. So, Hulk Hogan, you are full of shit. But Hulk Hogan, you know what? I gotta say, he is a musician. And no, I've never heard him play bass. But I have heard him sing this epic power ballad. And this is a true thing. He released an album of songs. All the songs are about Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania, and being the Hulkster and having his Hulksters follow him through life. And this is a power ballad called Hulkster in Heaven. I read it in the papers. I saw it on TV. I guess it'll be one empty seat. When I wrestle at Wimbledon, I used to tear my shirt, but now you tore my heart. I knew you were a Hulkamaniac right from the very start. Right from the start, you were my friend. to let the melodious and harmonious sounds of Hulk Hogan play us out here on this very special Metallicast mini. With musical talents like that, I have no clue how he never got a job with the Rolling Stones or with the biggest heavy metal band of all time, the mighty Metallica. So, even if you hate professional wrestling, and I'm sure after listening to Hulkster in Heaven, you officially hate professional wrestling now, even if you liked it before this episode. But even if you hate pro wrestling, I hope that you enjoyed this as a fellow Metallica nerd. Please spread the word about Metallicast. Join the Metallicast militia. We are starting with social media, and then we are taking on the entire world. I am at Metallicast Pod, officially now on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Metallicast Pod. So follow me on social media, join Metallicast Militia, World Domination. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, metal up your ass. 
and have a great WrestleMania. Yeah. To the end, That's not experts.